Can you hear it with your ears? Can you see it with your eyes? Can you feel it wiggling between your quivering thighs? That thing, that thing, that thing with James. Once every millennium something will come along. When you feel it you will know it cause it's coming on strong. That thing, that thing. Sit back, relax, deep breaths, no stress, let me come inside your mind. I promise you it won't take long, the change will happen soon, you will feel something so special growing deep within you. That thing, that thing, that thing with change. Hi, welcome to episode 11 of That Thing with James J. Asher II. That's me! Today is another special episode. Just like, like, you know, every other episode. Because it's happening. That's what's so special about it. Okay. I have a guest today. Emily. <laughs> I put down my coffee. Hi all. Hey. <laughs> hey. Let me make sure you're in frame. <laughs> sit like you're gonna sit. Yeah, that's fine. Am I half in, half out? No, you're fine. Okay. It's like here. Okay. And then here. Okay. It's a lot wider spectrum than I thought it would have. Yeah, I know, right? Because the camera's looking this way, but it goes out. Yeah. Like, how many degrees is that? 100? Sure. Almost 180? Wait, is that like where it goes, where you face backwards, 180? Yeah. So that's like 100 degrees, maybe? You're asking the wrong person. I was never so solid at math. You're going to have to <laughs> speak up a little so the mic can hear you. Okay. I will talk louder. <laughs> you didn't talk louder. <laughs> All right. I'll try. It's hot in here. It's not that bad today. I'm sweating. You're always sweating. No, I'm not. You're hairy, and that's why. You calling me sweaty? Yeah. All right. Who are you? I'm Emily. This is Emily Brummett. Yeah. Who are you, though? Like, where are you from? I'm from Dayton, Ohio. You're from Dayton, Ohio? Mm-hmm. And I'm dating him. And she's dating me. And how long have we been together? Five years. Five years? You don't have to talk to camera, just talk to me. Okay. Just get comfy. Um, so how long have we been living together? Five years. Five years. We haven't been living together for no, five years. I guess it's been uh, almost five years. Five years in July. In July? Mm-hmm. Oh, that we've been living together. So I moved in with you three months in? Yeah. How come? Why did I move in? Your lease ran out. Because my lease ran out. Yeah. 
my lease ran out and I needed a place to stay, right? Yep. And then you let me move in with you. Yeah. And I'm still technically squatting here. Squatter's rights. Squatter's. Well, no, because you have a claim on this. That's true. Actually, the landlord has the claim on this place. This is recorded live in this studio apartment. (laughs) Studio apartment studio. Yep. In Austin, Texas. Um, so, yeah. So, okay. You're from Dayton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And, and then you, you came to Austin when? 2011 in March. In March of 2011. Mm-hmm. It was on accident. I wasn't trying to move here. I was just coming to see my friend's show. What friend? Uh, my friend Jim. Jim? Mm-hmm. What? I'm just checking the levels to see if it's picking up. Yeah. No, what? Jim's in a band? He was in a band, yes. He was in a band? Mm-hmm. Chelsea Automatic. They are no longer a thing. What happened to Chelsea Automatic? Well, they started moving around. You know, everybody finished up with school and had new plans and, yeah. Events. They they broke up. Yeah, life happened. Yeah, and then so you came here to see Chelsea Automatic for what South by Southwest. Yes, and then how did it become an accident? How does someone move to a place on accident? Well, you run out. Of Is money. it were you dumped here like you know people do with their you know friends and family who are schizophrenic or by have severe mental disorders sort, sort of but no. and they <laughs> did they put you on an amtrak i didn't take an amtrak i took a plane. they put you on a greyhound bus definitely and not. shipped you here definitely not i took a plane with two suitcases you took a plane with two suitcases yep. with all of your belongings in them yep how the fuck is that an accident well i was planning on moving to california or to go to school in New Zealand. It was a, a pipe dream. But then you came here. Yeah. I spent all my money during South by Southwest and mm. ended up signing a lease within two weeks. Why didn't you just not come here and go straight to California or New Zealand? Well, I wanted a little break before applying to grad school, which never happened to grad school. But uh, I wanted a little break. I had a friend that lived here. Or two friends, I should say. I had two friends that already lived down here, and they told me to come visit. So I thought it would be a nice little break, figure out what I wanted to do, and then potentially apply to go to grad school in New Zealand. And you were going to study the Maori tribes? Mm What did you study in undergrad? I studied indigenous studies and uh, comparative cultural studies. So what's indigenous studies? Just like uh, a branch of anthropology? Sort of, yeah. It's sort of in what... How's I it mean, not? So cultural anthropology is a subsection of anthropology. Uh-huh. Like obviously it comes off of basic anthropology, but it cuts down into new ways. Just like there's gender studies, which is a byproduct of that. It all developed in like the 60s and 70s. Okay. So... Was it kind of hippie? No. No? Not mine. I mean, I took sociology of gangs. It was awesome. Sociology of gangs? Mm Mm-hmm. So what is that? 
you study gangs and how they impact society and how society helped to create gangs. So how gangs were created by... Mm-hmm. Um, disenfranchised groups. Disenfranchised groups. And how did these groups become disenfranchised? That's it's a long story. With that, you have to go back and study history. If you had to break it down to a few points... Or no, I'd say probably, you know, people treat other people like shit, and then somebody always ends up at the bottom. And sometimes those people stay at the bottom. Because, uh, would you say that, what would cause someone who's forced to the bottom to stay at the bottom? Is there some kind of uh, system created or something that well, kind of duh. keeps people? Yeah, there's a system of oppression. System yeah. of, I, I know this stuff. Yeah, it's just nice to break it down. Yeah, uh, into really simple terms. Yeah, because it helps other people understand it. True. So, so some people wanted more, mm-hmm. more materials, or land or profit. Yes, I, I'd consider yeah. land and profit material gains. Yeah, material things. And so some people wanted more material, more things. And since there's a limited amount of material things, mm-hmm. um, those people wanted a whole lot. And that meant that there wasn't enough for everyone to have a whole lot. Yeah. Okay. So then, what's this, what's this thing about um, socialism then? If uh, socialism claims that, as far as I understand, I could be wrong, it claims that there's enough for everybody to have enough to be more than just, like, well-off. Maybe not billionaires. Maybe not everyone can be billionaires. But mm, socialism claims that there's plenty of materials and resources on this planet to provide a uh, healthy, functional, happy life for everybody. That there's enough to share. Yeah, which I I tend to lean more on a socialist scale. But I can understand if you have a really specific task that you've perfected, that that would be something where you should be paid more. Right. Because... If somebody has more skill, then shouldn't they be rewarded for that? That begs the question, are we necessarily paying people on skill or whether or not they're riding off the backs of someone else's merit? Right. And there's also the argument um, of someone being paid for their good work and for their effort and research and everything. That's um, being rewarded for merit. Yeah. Work on your merit. And there's a lot of people who usually, you know, hardcore capitalist, go America, team number one in the world, say that America is a meritocracy, that anyone can rise up to the top. Do you think that that's 100% accurate? No, I do not. You don't think America is a total meritocracy and that everyone can, you know, achieve everything they want to, no matter... You know, they just have to work hard enough. The fact that we have this college scandal going on right now shows us that it's not. 
the fact that you can pay to get your kids into school that they don't deserve when other people are being denied because you're giving money is wrong. And that's something that's been happening in the United States probably for as long as colleges have been around. Yeah. Oh, dude. uh, What was it? Is it Harvard? No, Harvard's in America. Oxford's the one in England, mm-hmm. right? Oxford has been around since I, you know, I heard something like uh, Oxford has been around since like the Middle Ages. Yeah, you know about this. Yeah. That's a long fucking time. Well, Who studied yeah. there in the Middle Ages? Monks. Probably monk. Monks. Yeah, they had to really get that education to make meat. Yeah. In when I was in Ireland, um, we went to Trinity College in Dublin, Mm -hmm. and that's where they have the Book of Kells. Are you familiar with the Book of Kells? No. That's what monks did um, in the Middle Ages. Um, I guess Irish Catholic, of course, monks. They, you know, since there was no printing press or anything. it was down to people handwriting documents and uh, the book or books of Kells. I, f- I feel like there was definitely more than one book, but one of the big jobs for monks back before the printing press was um, transcribing stuff uh, into books, creating books. And the book of Kells, like that, that cartoon movie, yeah, it's got this most beautiful, ornate, um, just artwork. The writing is absolutely pristine. It's like it was made on a computer or something, but it was made by hand. And it is absolutely perfect. And then the the work around the borders and everything, um, it's really detailed and ornate. And you can get a magnifying glass and look at it, and there's still really tiny details everywhere. And there's even, like, real gold paint in it. And they'll add in just, like, goofy little uh, cartoons yeah. in it. You know, it's not just, like, ivy and stuff. They'll have, like, a... Little demon, like, trying to fuck a virgin in it. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Speaking of uh, demons and virgins, how about us? (laughs) I'm trying to drink water over here. Try is the operative word. It's true. I've already spit some out, so there's going to be a spit take. Mm, I'm trying so hard not to make a joke. Yeah, don't. Okay. What did we 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 saw a movie last night, right? Yesterday afternoon. Yeah, we saw us. We saw us. Mm -hmm. And we're not just talking about looking in a mirror. Oh, (laughs) jeez. We saw the movie called "Quote Us" end quote. Yes. Um, written and directed and produced by um, Jordan Peele mm-hmm. of Key and Peele um, fame, right? Yeah. Is that right? Yes. And what's that movie about? Us. We're in a movie. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> Are we going to start getting residuals? I wish. Can we get a bigger place? <laughs> Can we get the fuck out of this state? I wish. <laughs> it. 
I don't even know how to describe that movie. I don't want to give away spoilers or anything by going too into detail. Yeah, you can't really yeah. describe it without going into spoilers, yeah. can you? No. So I'm just going to go ahead and do it. It's about... Um, have you seen Looney Tunes? Yes. It's... Uh, okay, so do you remember the one where... Um, it, it, the Flight of the Valkyries, where Bugs Bunny um, is being chased by Elmer Fudd, and Elmer Fudd gets the uh, the Valkyrie, yeah. you know, the Viking and the, and the bullet boob bra... Yeah. Um, and the braids. He has, like, blonde braids. And the blonde braids. Um, and then... And then uh, they they dance with the hippos. I don't remember the hippos, but that's That's Fantasia. Okay. Looney Tunes. Um, Disney Fantasia. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's all owned by... Um, uh, what's his name? Walt Warner? Walt, Walt Warner Brothers? Walt Whitman, so Leaves of Grass, um, Trash Men, Rioting, um, it's, it's not a riot, uh, it's, um, oh, what's it called? Strike? Trash Men Strike. Okay. Um, Gophers. That's about what the movie's about, yeah. I suppose, yeah. I mean, there's no suppose about it. That's exactly what happens. I want to see the Richard Aoti A- 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 movie. <laughs> what is, is Aoti like an African name? No, it's a uh, Maori. Is he Maori mixed? He is mixed. I Actually, it might be Nigerian. Aoti sounds Nigerian. I think it's African. Yeah, I think it's Nigerian. Richard Aoti. Because Aoti sounds super Nigerian. Who's, who? all right, so for people who don't know, Who's Richard Aoti? From the IT crowd, which I hope that you'd watch that. And he's, um, actually, no, it's Japanese, because he's the DJ. What? Richard Aoki, the DJ, the Japanese dude. He makes really shitty EDM. I thought his name was Steve Aoki. Steve Aoki? Yeah, it's Steve Aoki. So it's Steve Aoki. Richard Aoti. Richard Aoti. 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 Um, Richard Iodine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay, so for, so he was in the IT crowd. Yeah, and the hot Irish cop. The hot Irish cop? Yeah, the guy that plays the hot Irish cop in, uh, Bridesmaids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and he's in that show Moon Boys. That was called Moonies. No, it's like Goonies, man. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like uh, Moon Boy. It was that show. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone who watched it. I don't think anybody did. But, we yeah. Did. You did. I didn't. Okay. I was doing something else. Likely story. Okay. I mean, you often watch things <laughs> when I don't. And then you're at work. Uh. <sighs> oh. Smell like Arby's. Oh, gross. We had Arby's for lunch. Do not us. Arby's. They're not sponsoring this show. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't get the tagline, bitches! <sighs> oh, fuck, it's hot in here. It's not that bad. It's, it's only like 75. Oh, that's pretty bad. 
No. It's taken a lot of willpower for me to not pop this shirt off. Don't be popping shirts off. I'm going to pop this shirt off. Don't pop it's this hot. shirt off. Oh my god, it's hot. <laughs> I mean, I'm so hairy. It's like I'm wearing a shirt anyway. Okay. So, uh, what you doing tonight? And then you're touching <laughs> me with your sweaty arms? Yeah, babe. <laughs> Richard A. Aoti. Richard Aoti, he's in the show called The IT Crowd, um, and he's in some other shows. He's he's a Brit. He's a Brit, I think. Um, We're going to have to edit out a lot of that. No, 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 no. All this shit stays. No. Yes. <laughs> All this stays. This is fucking comic genius, man. I'm going to delete something. No, you don't even know how. I'll hit the delete button. You don't even know what that is. I'll find out. <laughs> you don't. You must. The most you know how to do with technology is fucking kill it. I'm good with She technology. kills technology. Emily Brummett kills technology. I'm very good with technology. So earlier, when we were on our way to Arby's for lunch, oh, I, um, I turned on an old iPod of mine. Those little little old square ones from like 2007 or something the ipod nano it's got like eight gig memory on it and uh, it works it works just fine and you were like what would you say i don't know what i said you were like i can't believe that thing still works oh yeah i couldn't believe that it still worked yeah electronics I, i keep electronics alive and then when you like for some reason batteries die so quickly for you, you know? Yeah. Batteries die real quick with me. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I require more energy. I think you're Carrie. I always wanted to be. Dumping rivers of pig's blood, <laughs> exploding cars. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had any cars explode yet. Yet. Yet being the operative. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Richard Aoki, um, he's a writer and director, he's in the IT crowd, if you haven't seen it, check it out, IT as in information technology, did you know that's what IT meant? Yes. A lot of people don't know that. I know, that's the running joke of that show. Oh, that's right, they don't even know what that IT means. Yeah. And they're the IT people. Oh, and um, and my boy, he plays the boss, like, you know, third season on. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Uh, hello, he's got that voice like this. Yeah, you're asking the wrong person. I don't know anybody's name. I see. Uh, if it's not Bill Skarsgård, I don't know who it is. Bill Skarsgård? Fuck Bill Skarsgård. Why don't you talk about Bill Skarsgård for a second, okay? He's okay. beautiful and perfect in every way. How? Break it down. Go into detail. Look, just look at his juicy little lips. What do his juicy lips look like? I mean, deep, just dig deep. Full lips. He's just a beautiful Swedish man sent from the heavens. Paint, paint the world. Paint the picture. Oh, I think they can paint it themselves. All you gotta do, quick Google search. That is a good-looking man. Perfect. Some might think. I'm perfect. Everyone knows. Yeah, you're you're right. You're not both Oh, you bitch. Chris O'Dowd 
is the name Chris O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd's the Irishman from the IT crowd. Pun Irish crop, yeah. Richard Aode, um, Catherine Parkinson. Mm-hmm. Um, she does not shake, as far as we know. Uh, and uh, Matt Berry plays the boss, like second or third season in. Yeah, the creepy boss. Yeah, and, and he's in that show. Um, he's in a bunch of shows. Uh, so Richard Aote and Matt Berry are in other shows like, um, like, uh, oh, um, fuck, what's the name of that one show where they're in the hospital? The, not the Dead Zone, that's Stephen King. Oh, it's, where it keeps changing, like, the people? Um, well, they kind of, like, switch characters yeah. every now and then. It's, like, really shitty. And that's made by a different guy. Oh, it'll be here, it'll be here. Sorry, I clicked on... Oh, his. yeah, Rich Fulcher's and shit. I love Rich Fulcher. Rich Fulcher's the, the boss man, um, Bob Fossil in um, uh, Mighty Boosh. Okay. British cop... Weird British... Like, weird BBC4 British comedies of the shit. Um, okay. Let's see here. Aoti, Aoti, Aoti. He was... Um, no, born in Hammersmith, Nigerian. Dad's Nigerian. Ding, ding, um, ding. Son of a Nigerian father and a Norwegian mother. Awesome. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to find the name of that show where they're in the damn... Uh, oh, Richard Aoti directed music videos for the Arctic Monkeys, Vampire Weekend, Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. And Kasabian. And Kasabian. Oh. And he wrote and directed that movie Submarine. Oh, okay. So, Folks, if you haven't seen the movie Submarine, do yourself a favor. That movie is a hit. It's awesome. Uh, but what the hell is the name of that show? If you're looking for the show, it's at the bottom of the Wikipedia page. Oh, yeah. There will be a list of television uh, shows that he was in mm-hmm. and stuff. Let's see here. Yada, yada. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Television. Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Yeah. Garth Marenghi's Dark Place is the one where it's just like really, it's like really campy, Stephen King-esque. Yeah. And that was created by um, uh, some other dude. Who is this guy's name? Um, Matthew Holness. Sounds like a fake name. It it does sound like a fake name. It probably is. Um, Yeah. But he's, he's, you know, he's like... I should, had you seen it before I showed you those like two episodes or no. whatever? Yeah, so it's like uh, he plays this character. Matt Holness plays this character that's kind of like Stephen King circa late 80s, early 90s. You know, like circa the It uh, miniseries on TV. And uh, it's just sort of like a satire and that sort of thing. But it's really, it's, it's intentionally shitty. Um, you know, you have like... You can see the fucking fishing line on the possessed flying coffee cup or whatever. And um, it's just really campy acting and everything. And it's intentionally funny. Anyway, um, we need to take a quick break. We'll be right back. See you then. What are you doing? Nothing. Alright, what is, what is your favorite tree? My favorite tree? Probably a weeping willow. The weeping willow? Mm Mm-hmm. That's a good tree. What's your favorite type of tree? 
My favorite, actually, Weeping Willow. Is it because it's the only tree you know? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> yes. See, you would have failed that one. You would have probably sent me the message like that one guy did, which was just green tree. Tell the people what you're talking about. Back when I was single, I briefly had a stint on Tinder where I asked, I would send out a message whenever I matched with someone asking them what their favorite type of tree was. I got very few responses. I'll tell you that. But the few that I did get were like green trees. I think they thought I was trying to make a joke. I wasn't. They didn't, they, no one ever said like a tree type? No. None at all? I don't think people really know what trees are. Well, I mean, I, I do like Weeping Willows. That actually is yeah. my favorite tree. Yeah, they're pretty true. And then I I like evergreens. I like... Um, yeah, evergreens are cool. Pine trees. What's the other word for those kinds of trees? Coniferous. A- a- Confucius? Coniferous. Con- is coniferous... That's... They don't eat meat. Coniferous is not carnivorous. Coniferous. 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 Cone. Is not carnivorous. 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 Are the evergreen trees? I think coniferous. Yes. Carnivorous. No. Car. Okay. Uh, what's your least favorite tree? My least favorite tree is whatever that one is. That's a that's a live oak. Okay, well, live oak tree. There's a lot of live oaks around here. Yeah. Oh, actually, I take it back. Cedar trees. Cedar trees are my least favorite. Have you seen those videos of them exploding? Yes, and I'm mad at them. In case you've never seen videos, like, look up cedar tree pollen explosion. It seriously looks like fucking smoke. Like, a smoke bomb went off on these things. But it's not like there's smoke just, like, rising up, like, from a fire. It just shoots out. It shoots out every direction, just clouds of pollen. And it gives you uh, cedar fever. Not everybody gets cedar fever. Not everybody, but, like, a lot of people get cedar fever. Yeah. But I'd say that would probably be my least favorite type of tree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So... It's not my least uh, different kind of tree. I'm moving on to another kind of tree. Okay. But um, it's not my least favorite kind of tree. But I just wonder if other people know about pussy trees. You know about the pussy tree? What are you talking about? The pussy tree. There's even pussy trees on on First Street. I'm sure that they're not called pussy tree. You're talking about the... Oh, because you think that it smells like a dirty vagina. No, 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 no. I don't think... Tahlequah, Oklahoma, they had to cut down all of the pussy trees because all of downtown, all of Main Street, smelled like uh, unwashed vagina. I'm serious. That's nasty. It's the one with like the little um, white flower petals that come down that fall off of it. You know the ones I'm talking about? Yeah. The The ones here that I've seen, they don't have the smell, but there's not enough of them. But Tahlequah... And they cut them down because of the smell. But when I started going to school there, um, the whole town just like had them everywhere, all over the campus. And then downtown on Main Street, it was just like, I think it's called Main Street. So it could be called something else, like Creek Avenue or something, or Cherokee Avenue, rather. Because Tahlequah's capital, the Cherokee Nation. Yeah. 
Cherokee people. Uh, yeah, I got comfortable. Yeah, I sat on my foot. Um, yeah, the whole street was just lined with these trees. And it smelled like, you know... It smelled like a fish market oh, if, if fish swam in tree sap. Ugh. <laughs> uh, yeah. What, what are we... We're, we've discussed our favorite and least favorite types of trees. Yeah. I don't really care about that, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I care about trees because they help produce more oxygen, but... Oh, yeah, I mean, I care about trees. Oh, yeah. I just don't care about people's favorite or least favorite trees. <laughs> you never know when that tree topic's going to come back. Yeah. They might revamp the dating game again. Oh, um, yeah. You never know when dating game's going to come back around. Oh, and man. And shame people. I did something this morning. <laughs> I did something. What'd you do? I, I, woke, up at, I woke up at five this morning. Uh-huh. Um, and I couldn't find anything worthwhile on Reddit. So I got on YouTube, and right on the front page, it was like, oh, they've got the first episode of the new Twilight Zone. So I watched it. Produced and hosted by uh, Jordan Peele. I'm going to karate chop the guy right who in your throat. wrote, directed, and produced... Um, um, get us. Get out. Yeah. Us out. And, uh, get us out. Get us out. Um, they're actually uh, sequels to each other. Um, it is the continuation of the same narrative. No. Same characters. Um, Bert and Ernie. Wrong. Um, a stick. And uh, some other stuff. Yeah. That was a loud swallow. <laughs> it was like... Well, it wasn't intentional. It was like... Okay, so it was a big sip of water. <laughs> <laughs> How do you take a big sip? That's a gulp. Sometimes you gotta take a big gulp. Sometimes take a skosh. I'm skosh. Have you heard that term skosh before? Yes, I have. What do you think of it? Not my favorite word. Not my least favorite either. Skosh. Mm. It just sounds like something some bro would be saying. Oh, can I get a skosh that? I actually learned the word skosh from a girl named Alex. Yeah. Yeah. There was uh, one time... Um, I don't even remember her last name, and I, I, I hope no one, you know, absolutely enjoying this show knows who the fuck I'm talking about. But Alex <laughs> told me one time, and we, this is with, um, this is around the time where the, uh, the pussy trees were extra pungent in Tahlequah, yeah. and, uh, she told me that she took, like, a bunch of ecstasy one night, like, too much. She just kind of, like, didn't think about it and was like, Oh man, I've got these pills. Just popped them, and she said she went full. Uh, I, I can't say. I don't want to say that word. Um, her 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 uh, sensory experience. Um, 
it was kind of like she went autistic. You know, just like the sensory, it was like a sensory overload. You know, how, you know, when you're functioning regularly, you can kind of shut out other things so that you can focus on a single thing. She said that she went full on like everything, like every sense was on overdrive and she was having trouble, um, you know, just kind of, you know, putting uh, background noise in the background. So everything was hitting her at once, you know, but she remembered and she fucking named off to me because she told me like, I don't know, like a day or two after it happened, probably two days after it happened because she was probably in rough shape when she came down. Yeah. Um, But she said that she remembered she was at the this we were living in the dorms at the time and uh, she remembered all of the numbers on every fucking car that she passed, like just walking around campus and around town. She remembered uh, the license plate um, codes because it's more than just numbers. It's yeah. letters too. Uh, the license plate codes of everything. And she just started like naming them off. Like she didn't even have to think about it. And it wasn't like she was making it up, you know, when you can see someone yeah. kind of turning something in their head. Um, and she was just naming off these license plates. That's crazy. That's fucking also, weird. Also, kids, don't do drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. Quit. What the fuck are you doing? Don't do drugs. Okay? They're bad. They're bad. Communists do them. Sinners. Um, poor people. Harlots. Harlots. Um, v- vegans. But yes. <laughs> I'm glad we have that segue into that. It's a very graceful episode. Are these mushrooms gluten free? <laughs> I'm sure someone would ask. All these fad diets are so annoying. Have you seen shit that just says like gluten free on it? Like, is gluten normally added to soy sauce? I don't think so. I mean, I've never. One, I've never really cared about. Gluten. gluten. I'm not gluten sensitive. I'm fine. You know? Now I'm kiwi allergic, but that's new. She's allergic to kiwis now. Emily, tell the world about um, your kiwi thing I've that's been, going on. I'd been craving kiwis for weeks, and we finally got some. I ate a couple of them, and my throat was itchy, and I felt like I couldn't eat anymore. And I didn't... I didn't tell you at the time this morning. Oh, great. did you say that was this morning? It was yesterday. That I oh yeah 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 yeah. I didn't tell you at the time because I didn't want to freak you out because I knew if I said it you were gonna freak out. Oh God, what did I have a rash? Um, you remember that cartoon Fat Albert? Yeah. Um, remember that one character? I don't know his name. Mushmouth, Ibadompanoba. Which is really fucking racist, but, you know, it was made by a serial rapist. Okay. Um, you know who fuck? Uh, no. I don't know who created Bill Albert. Yeah, you do? Um, some Putin Pops? What's his name? Oh, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby, yeah. He created Fat Albert. You didn't know that? I did not. And he did, like, all the voices of all the different characters. 
Well, basically, what I'm getting at is your your lips got like really swollen. <laughs> not that I mean, like maybe. You would have let me have an allergic reaction and die. I mean, <laughs> you could see the veins; they were kind of purple. What? I mean, they were kind of like I was surprised you could speak. Are you serious? <laughs> I mean, it was it was about three times larger than normal. Oh my god. It was mostly your bottom lip. The top lip was just like double in size. But I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to <laughs> give you like a panic attack. Yeah, I probably would have had a panic attack. Yeah, so um, I almost suggested putting a calamine lotion on it. Uh, calamine would have helped. Benadryl would have been what I needed well, the, th- the thing is, when I was thinking of calamine, I was thinking of Benadryl, but the only word that would come to mind was calamine. Yeah, calamine's for mosquito bites. Yeah, and poison ivy. Mm-hmm. Poison oak. Are you sensitive to poison ivy? Me? Yeah. I'm not particularly sensitive, but oh, I don't... Did you spend a lot of time out in, like, the, the wilds? Yeah, no, as a kid. No, you didn't. No way. I didn't catch fucking snakes out of the trees like you're crazy ass. <laughs> I mean, I got poison ivy a lot. I got poison ivy? I was a weeblow. What is a weeblow? <laughs> a weeblow. A weeblow is... It's before you become a Boy Scout, but you're not a Cub Scout. It's between Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts. Uh, you have to go through this rite of passage where you go out to like this camping thing. Um, and it's a pretty apt name, Weeblow. You have to, uh... Start a fire. No, I mean, do you know about the scandal with the the Boy Scouts and the Eagle Scouts and stuff? No. Let's just say, uh, they, um, the Scoutmasters kind of teach you how to play flute. Oh, I already knew that they were diddlers. So the Weeblow is, you know, you gotta go through this thing to become a Boy Scout. Right? Mm-hmm. We blow. Oh, genius. <laughs> That's not funny. Okay. No. It's a serious issue. No. I was in the I was a weeblow. It's a real thing. Okay. It's a real thing. It is between the Cub Scouts and the Boy Scouts. I was a weeblow um, when I lived in New Jersey. And uh, that's not the only time I went out in the woods. Like, I was out in the woods. Perfect. I fucking found some bones, man. I found bones in the woods. One time when I was doing a trash cleanup with my mom, we a found... A full skeleton. A raccoon. Yeah, dead? Uh, it was a dead raccoon, and it was bones? decomposing. No, it was still, like, some of it was bones, but uh-huh. there was still some meat. And my mom was like, don't mess with it. But I picked it up on, like, the, the little shovel and put it in the trash bag. Did you ever see that MTV show with Gary Busey? I don't think so. So there's this, I forget what it's called, but it was Gary Busey. It was in the early 2000s. It was around the time of like Jackass and then around the time like Bam Margera started his show. Oh, yeah. Whatever. What was that show? Bam Margera. Just Bam Margera was the show? I think it was like Bam Margera's show. Okay. Um, What are you doing, Bam? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know who Gary Busey is, right? Yes, he's got the big teeth. He's got the big teeth. He's from Oklahoma. Mm. You didn't know that? I think I did because you told me. He was in Oklahoma and he went to, briefly, 
I don't think he was there for like a year or more. Um, Oklahoma State, where I went to grad school. He studied like, uh, I think, communications and broadcasting or journalism, stuff like that. Unless the information I got um, from um, unsighted sources online is incorrect. But you never know. know. Uh, Anyway, yeah, there was this show and there was kind of like a lottery for someone that he would have on as like the co-host of the show. And uh, it was just some like dumpy, you know, kind of loser kind of guy. Um, in his twenties, I don't remember his name, of course, but Gary Busey would just have him meet at his house and just Busey it up. And there was one episode where they went out to the desert and they were out on the highway and, uh, and he found some roadkill and Gary Busey started, oh, let me tell the story here. I got to paint the picture. See, okay. when you're telling things, you really want to you want to lay out the details. You know, you want to stay on track. I want to get wanna, to the meat. You want to lay out. You have to paint a picture. Sure. You have to paint a picture. That's if you really want to communicate a message. Paint a picture. They're out on the highway in the desert, and they find some flattened roadkill. I don't remember what it was. Some furry creature. I remember correctly and he picks it up and he starts freaking out and he's like this is good meat this is good meat we can't let this go to waste we got to eat this and uh you know the the co-host guy or co co-hostage rather starts freaking out and he's like oh my god we're not eating fucking roadkill and Busey's like we're gonna eat it I gotta teach you a lesson I gotta teach you a lesson about not wasting things we have limited resources, life is precious, and we cannot waste the the precious former life of this roadkill. So we are going to eat it. And so he picked it up, and uh, they took it back to his house, and he grilled it up, and then uh, supposedly fed it to the guy that supposedly they ate it. Who knows if, um, you know, between the camera they just cooked some fucking chicken breast on the grill, you know? Yeah. I mean, there is an entire, at least one cookbook that I'm aware of that's all roadkill. Really? Mm-hmm. A cookbook cookbook that's all roadkill. Yeah, it's roadkill recipes. Roadkill recipes. Yeah, so like if you find it, you, you have multiple recipes. Cook a raccoon. Cook a little dead squirrel. Oh, wow. I don't think that's something I'd want to do, but... uh there's too much oil on the roads here. There's no way I would trust that. My... Hey, shut the fuck up. Cars beeping. Oh, hey, assholes! Shut up! Learn how to drive. It's fucking rush hour on a Friday. Oh, is it rush hour? Yeah. <laughs> it's 5.39 on a Friday. Today is April uh, 5th. Of, is it the 5th? Yeah. Okay. April 5th. Of the um, uh, Earth Earth date of 2019. What is with your little face right now? I don't, I'm growing a mustache in case you can't tell. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway. Oh, we're, we're going back to the porn stash, aren't 
I'd really like to have a uh, um, Clark Gable stash. But I think the only way that that's possible is with eyeliner and uh, on the mustache. Just draw it on. Don't be using my eyeliner for that. Uh, a little late. So. Go over there getting an NPR mouth. Today in Philadelphia, the Liberty Bell became uncracked. Experts are trying to figure out who uncracked the Liberty Bell. So the Liberty Bell that's there right now, it's not the original one. Did you know this? No, but it makes sense. It's like the eighth one or something. Well, they all break. Yeah, because those assholes were hitting it too hard. Yeah, they shouldn't have been doing that. I think, you know, what happened was back in the 1700s, people didn't really drink water. You know why? Because it was poison. It'll make you sick. It was full of bacteria. Yeah. It was full of bacteria and it would make you sick because they didn't know how to purify water. So, alcohol. Was the thing. You know, people would drink beer or liquor. Um, but the beer was usually, like, lower yeah. alcohol content. As long as you have, like, 5% alcohol, um, you're good to go. If it's anything under 5%, the water that you mix in with the alcohol... Can make you sick. It can make you sick. But if it's 5%, if it's, uh, you know, 5 parts water... Or 5 parts straight alcohol to 95 parts water, it'll kill all the bacteria in the water and make it safe to drink. And so that's why they made the beer. And also it's fortified with, you know, uh, niacin and riboflavin and those things. Wheat. And then there's the liquors. Uh, but, you know, everyone's drinking alcohol all the time. They're baking their bread with um, wheat um, full of ergot. Yeah, started ergot. tripping. Started tripping. Um, ergot, in case you don't know, is a type of mold that is used to uh, uh, be synthesized into uh, lysergic, whatever, LSD-25. Um, and that shitty fucking horror movie was all about it. And they, they could have done a better job of describing that. I'm talking about The Witch. <laughs> By A24, more like A20 snore. Am I right? Seriously, though, A24. Step up your game. You guys are fucking boring. You haven't made a fucking kick-ass thing since... Um, I'm in uh, the 2000s is when you were doing okay. The last... Uh, there was that Android movie. Uh, Deus Ex Machina. Ex Machina was good. Ex Machina was good, but that was the last one that I saw by A24 that wasn't just fucking trying too hard and just overly um, fucking precious, hipstery precious, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. Although, was Hereditary A24? I don't think so, but maybe. Maybe. If it was, then that one was good. Yeah. 
It seems like they have one good one every couple years. Yeah. But the witch... They pump out a lot. The witch... Um, Emily's favorite part... Uh, so, in case you don't know, the witch is no, about a, uh, a family um, during the 1700s mm-hmm. that move, you know, somewhere in, New, in the New England area. Um, this is still during colonial times, right? Yeah. Pre-revolution. And uh, this family moves out to the country to, you know, just make it on their own. Like, that was the American dream back then was like, you know, you go out, you get your own land, and you work it, and then you've got your fucking land. Like, you're free. That's it. You own that fucking part of the world, man. Uh, So they go out there to chase that dream, and then things slowly start to dissolve, like, they start seeing all sorts, they get, start getting really disturbed ideas and they start seeing creepy, like fucking shadows moving. Mind you, these are people, there's no internet, there's no electricity or anything. These are, there's probably not many books because the printing press had not been around for that long by this Also, point. were women even allowed to read? Um, like sometimes they could, but like mostly they weren't supposed to. I feel like it, it depends on how like puritanical the True. family was. True. Uh, but yeah, so they start tripping out and stuff and basically, you know, the, the devil's coming after them. It's like devil worship and shit. So they think like you eventually come to find out that most of everything that's been happening has just been a pure hallucination. Um, Including Emily's favorite part of the movie, where um, the uh, the mother is breastfeeding a newborn child, um, which happens to be a crow that is uh, ripping the woman's nipple off of her breast. <laughs> yes, that's that's a uh, Emily's favorite scene in the it, movie. Incorrect. Black Philip is a highlight, though. Black Philip was uh, the stand-in for um, Lucifer. Did I tell you what I learned about Black Philip? No. On Wednesday. So apparently Black Phillip was an untrained acting goat. Mm-hmm. So they had all sorts of issues with Black Phillip while filming that movie. Like he was not having it. He was just full on goating. Really? Yeah. So like all the times you see him being scary and stuff, they were legitimately scared of that goat because he was not playing around with them. And he was not a small goat. Like, he's no, an alpha goat. That is a big goat. Big male goat. Yeah. Straight black. Jet black. Real aggressive. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it turns out, and they didn't really, like, you wouldn't know this was happening unless you already knew it yeah. before the movie. Because they didn't explain this at all in the movie. And I feel like it would have helped the story if they did explain that. This is around the time. Um, let me check the time real quick on this. It's probably five hours. Okay, so we were talking about uh, the movie The Witch. And, uh, and I was about to explain something that the movie didn't explain. And it's not something that you would understand about it unless you knew about it already. Um, and that's about ergot, the thing that we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. Ergot is something that grows on a certain type of wheat that is indigenous to uh, the New England area. Um, During heavy rain seasons, uh, this ergot, which is a type of mold, will grow on the wheat. And ergot um, 
it can be synthesized into a, uh, a drug called LSD. Or if you ingest like just a lot of ergot alone, it can cause you to have to trip. It's a psychedelic mold. Um, So the thing is, around the time, so so the movie The Witch takes place around the time of the Salem witch trials. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Um, So during the Salem witch trials. Historians or who whoever researched this stuff found that during the Salem witch trials, it was um, an oddly heavy rain season. Like it rained a lot around that time. Um, so Ergot, they're kind of putting these pieces together. They're like, it was raining enough for there to be uh, for ergot to pl- proliferate—that's the word, right? Proliferate. Sounds right. To spread out. Yeah. Um, it was enough rain to cause like a really large proliferation of ergot mold to spread out among uh, the wheat fields around the uh, Massachusetts area and around there. Um, so, and but the. Colonial people, they didn't know about that shit, you know? They didn't know about ergot. They didn't even... Uh, I'm sure some scientists knew about... I, I don't know when germs were figured out. I forget. I've read that in that science book I've been reading. Yeah. Um, but they didn't know about ergot. So these people, they were just getting the wheat, and they were using it to brew beers and make, bake bread with it and everything, right? Yeah. Use wheat for all sorts of stuff back then because it's... Uh, plentiful resource it grows quickly it grows quickly and it's naturally occurring where they were so they were cooking all this wheat that was just you know full of ergot and this is true yeah of salem massachusetts around this time uh so historians or whomever uh researchers kind of uh kind of hypothesize like look if there's heavy rain on these wheat fields, it's probably the, you know, evidence points towards a strong possibility that ergot would be growing on that wheat. And that wheat was being used to to make consumable items that everyone would need to eat and drink to live. So they were consuming this stuff and they were consuming all this ergot. So every, like a lot of the people, they they think they were probably tripping. Well, also, if you think about it, that would have been a huge fear. Like, demons and witches and all of that would have been on the forefront of their minds because they were so passionate about religion and being steadfast in your religion. Right. And I grew up in the country. If you spend a lot of time in the country, and I'm talking like... I mean, I I did have neighbors, but still like it was pretty spread out enough between us that it was the kind of place where uh people can't hear you scream yeah like if you're in trouble there's no one around to hear your screams was this around the time when like poisoning was really popular too was poisoning like the big the big hitter for women back in this time i feel like it was i'm not i don't know what you're talking about like when women would poison men oh i don't know i don't know about that Poisoning's interesting. All right, keep going. Um, 
So, yeah, if you spend enough time, like, living out in the woods, you're... You've heard of cabin fever or going stir-crazy. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. You start, like, you spend enough time out, like, alone, uh, especially when it gets dark out, and if you're in, like, in a wooded area, but even, like, in fields or anything, um, you'll kind of become a lot more sensitive of everything. Um, not, like... You've taken a handful of ecstasy, not like that, but you you don't have quite as much stimulus of like traffic around you and everything. It's a lot more quiet and a lot more still. So your body will kind of acclimate and you'll pick up your um, your 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 focus broadens, your awareness broadens, and you just get more sensitive. And when it's like that, and when it gets dark, it's easier for your mind to play tricks on you. A little bit. Even if you don't have to be crazy, it's just you you have to admit, like if you live out in the woods, if you're out there for an extended period of time, every now and then you'll see something that'll be kind of like, What the fuck was that? You know, like a shadow moving or something. What's well, also our brains when we can't grasp something or can't exactly see it, your brain will come up with an image to correspond. Exactly. The brain wants, even if you're looking at a picture that's just like scattered of things, uh, the brain is wired to form faces mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, that's why a lot of... And see patterns and things. That's see, what... Yeah. That's what the brain does to try to keep you... Keep you functional. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a survival thing. Yeah. Um, so there's that. So so people who who definitely believe that demons are real in that they are around everywhere you know yeah it's a very fucking real thing to them just like the iphone is real to us the demons were real to them um so their minds are already playing tricks on them and then they get that extra boost from the ergot you know and and then you add in um you know blatant fucking you know, oppress, oppress, oppressive sexism and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, it makes sense that the Salem witch trials would happen. Yeah. And it makes sense that the uh, fictional events of the witch would happen. I just wish that that movie kind of explained that a little more because I feel like it would have uh, brought it together a little more. Yeah. It's the it's the uh, refrigerator. Oh. It makes all sorts of fucking noises. It's been trying to die forever. At least like the past year, it's been really making a lot of weird noises. Yeah. Also, it doesn't stay cold all the time. Oh, it definitely is not cold. Like the freezer, shit's melted in there. You know, that's why every time we get a bag of ice, it just freezes into a full chunk, solid chunk. Because it melts and then gets cold and freezes together and then melts again and then freezes again. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It sounds like a song almost. It does every now and then. Yeah. It does. Hmm. Our demon possessed fridge. Yeah. So I've talked about this on this show. Um, this apartment might be haunted. Might be. Why do you say might be? And why do you why do you get that knowing grin? Why do you scoff at me saying it might be haunted? Why do you say that? Why do you uh, react that way? Just weird things happen. 
here. What kind of weird things happen here? Like we have some string lights up in the bedroom and sometimes when we're watching things I'll watch just one light blink, 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 go off then turn on really slowly or like the actual string will just be swinging back and forth. We don't have good enough air circulation flow for it to be moving i'll tell you that yeah the the air is totally still in here yeah it's stagnant air yeah so like when i'd see it move i've seen like you know my towel fall down when it's hanging up and it's not like did you just not set it up there enough no i it'll be folded over like in the bathroom oh weird i can't just pull all the way down and then I speaking of one of the lights on the string lights blinking, I saw that last night. Me too. But I think that light is just trying to die. Because they do that. They'll yeah, blink every now blink, and then, then they get really bright. But it goes like it's not always the same one that does it. Well they you know, they die. Some I know they die. <laughs> I mean we've replaced it like six times. Yeah. I'm aware they die. <laughs> it's usually just the whole string will start blinking, though, before. Oh. Well, I mean, well, random, just random lights along the way will die. The These ones, it's not like if one dies, the whole line dies. They're made in such a way that one can die in the middle of the way, and the rest of them are just fine. Is this one supposedly more resilient than the others? No, it's the same fucking cheap <laughs> ones from Walmart that I always get. True. Yeah. Uh, alright. I think this is done. That's good. Alright. Bye! Bye! Oh my god, they're out there holding hands!